0: Yes, good morning, everyone. It is Tuesday, September 13, the Big Sports Breakfast, Sky Sports Radio. A very good morning to you wherever and however you're listening. And we're in southwestern Sydney at uh, the St. John's Park Bowling Club, one of the best big screens you'll see at a venue anywhere. And uh, it's great to have alongside us this morning with Clarkie. Just got a family thing on today. We've subbed in none other than family favourite here at the BSB, the great... <laughs> Josh Reynolds.
1: morning to you, champion. How oh, are you? I'm very well, mate. I'm very, very well in the southwest, in my domain. You know, this is this is where I, I grew up, so I feel very, very comfortable enjoying the big screen, as you said, mate. And yeah, when I get the call up, you know, I, I get very excited, but I get a bit, I do get a bit nervous, mate, because you're, yeah, you make me, you make me a little bit nervous. Your stature sometimes, <laughs> oh, you know. And then I've got Laurie Daly on the right there, mate. It's so. Uh, I'll just try and find me feed and find me way into the show. You know what I mean. Find your groove. That's, it, it, that's, it, all that's what it. it's all
2: about. Grubby, finding your groove. Good morning, fellas. But uh, no, great to have you here. And no doubt, we'll discuss plenty of what happened over the weekend and get your thoughts on. In particular, the South and Roosters clash. But there's a couple of good games coming up this weekend. I mean, Friday night, you've got Parramatta taking on the Canberra Raiders and the Raiders were the, the giant killers on the weekend Take going down there to Melbourne and defeating the Melbourne Storm. And, you know, we know what Melbourne Storm have been able to do over the last few years. And then, of course, Saturday night at Allianz Stadium, you've got the Sharks. The Sharks having to play South Sydney at this new stadium. And, you know, that precinct will be packed because you've got the Swans... Saturday night as well when they take on Collingwood. So it's
0: a big weekend of football here in Sydney. Don't forget the George Main Stakes as well and the, the the Shorts at Randwick do the treble.
2: That's a pretty good effort if you can do the treble, Mitter. <laughs> um, going from the races to the AFL straight over to the Rugby League. I don't know what state you'll be in mm. by the time the game of rugby league finishes,
1: <laughs> but if you can get two of the three. Yeah, there'll be a couple of wobbly legs.
2: That'll be standard there. and applaud stuff.
1: It'll actually be a good day, though, Oof. if you could do that. Belter. You'd be, yeah, you'd possibly be falling asleep at the end of the <laughs> AFL.
0: I don't think you're getting into a pub in Paddington afterwards, put it mm. that way. Yeah,
1: I don't get in anyway, so it doesn't
0: <laughs> matter. <laughs> uh, I was thinking of you actually watching that game, uh, how much would you have loved to have been out there in a game like that between the Roosters and the Bunnies on a Sunday afternoon? Oh, I loved it. We debated it, obviously, all yeah. day yesterday. Clark and Buzz, just, you know, locked mm. horns oh, yeah. uh, yesterday, Ruby. But, uh, oh, look, I-, I enjoyed it. Um, other people didn't. I don't know how, because I think that's what rugby league's all about. Do or die, bit of niggle, semi-final, old rivals. what do you make of it all?
1: Oh, I mean, I agree with you. I absolutely loved it. Like, watching Victor Radley with that, that punch, it was like, I really want to do it. I know I can't, but I'm still going to do it. It was the sort of soft, this little little fairy tap ever. But at the same time, like, how can you bin seven plays in a game? Like honestly, how, how how can you? It's I'm, I'm I'm very interested to see what's going to happen this week, whether the the refs back it up, and I think they've come out and said they're going to do exactly the same thing, um, binning every single head knock, not not even you know big one. Oh, there was there was a, probably a couple there that mm-hmm. deserved it, but gee, I couldn't tell you how many simbies I would have got lost if I if I was out there in a semi final against a rival team yeah like it's just it's just yeah seven's a lot seven's a lot, lot. and we, we
2: debated on the program yesterday and we said there was a couple of players there that deserved to go to the sin bin on the weekend but there was a couple of incidents there where you're going really do you need to be sent to the sin bin for that and if they're saying that that's the standard through the finals well we'll see seven or eight out every week because to Tola tapping someone on the head you see that every tackle you could really make a case for something like Victor Radley early in the game, Mm. not being sent to the sin bin, but needed to be warned and say, Victor, get that out of your game. Otherwise you're going to the sin bin. But once he made that decision to bin Radley, Mm. he he set the standard and therefore he had no room to move. That's where I think Ashley Klein let himself down Mm. was the fact that instead of officiating it and taking all that emotion out of it and knowing what was at stake early and allowing a little bit like that to go on, but also disciplining the players first and foremost. Before he sent them to the bin, he might have got a better reaction. But as soon as you send that bloke to the bin after four or five minutes for an incident like
1: that, you're left with no other choice. Yeah, you're right. You you set it for the game. And I don't think the referees understand how hard it is. Semi-final, as I said, rivalry game, first five minutes in a game, you're trying to show intent. You've got line speed. When well, you've got a guy like Cam Murray coming at you with feet, and he's going to beat you a lot of the time, a big forward. And, you know, he beats you and, you know, you accidentally cop him if he's fallen to the ground and yeah. you hit him in the head. There's no intent from the other team in doing that to no. get him in the head, but he's so good at finding his front and finding space, it's going to happen sometimes. Yeah. It's yeah. just it's just the way it is. That's the way the game goes. And what are we going to do take out the first... You know that first bit of the game, the fiery intent—that's what everyone loves. Like in 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 the origin, let's just say the Origin arena. That's why everyone watches that first. You hear the front rows talk about that first hit up. So what do we do? Do we take out the mindset of I'm going to go and, and clobber that other other front row? But I but I can't really have that mindset anymore in case he beats me with feet. I don't know. I just I just really don't like it. I think the that game, even though I did love it, it's just it's set up. You know, I reckon the players this week are going to be thinking can I go in as hard as I can now because I could be gone for 10. And I know what the coach is going to be saying. Boys, we've got to be careful. Mm. We can't have two in the bin. See, I said two in the bin twice. Mm. Like, we can't have that, boys. So it's going to be interesting what happens this week.
0: Well, Ashley Klein's been given the tick of approval uh, by the NRL for the way he handled the game. And it uh, looks like he will be officiating this weekend again. So uh, for all well, the if, the, if the NRL
2: want to see a game like that again, good luck. Because the the feedback will be that people don't enjoy it. People don't enjoy seeing seven people sent to a sin bin during a game of semi-final football where it's do or die. People want to see a good game of football. And if you deserve to be sent to the sin bin, then so be it. But there were players that were sent from the field on Sunday that didn't deserve to be sent from the field. So they can justify it all they want (laughs) and say that this is what the norm is going forward. But do you really think people wanted to see seven people in the sin bin. No, they didn't. And the players, to be fair, yes, some of them did do the wrong thing and they deserve to be in the bin. Mm. But you've got to be able to control a game, for mine, better than what Ashley did at the start of the game. Mm. Because sending Victor Radley to the bin for what he did, I thought was way over the top in a game of that magnitude. Mm. I just thought it was way over the top. And once he did that... He had nowhere else to go.
0: How's the training going, mate? Yeah. Last week, Billy Dib. Who are you locking <laughs> horns with this week?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to find my next opponent, mate. He, <laughs> he, he doesn't want to spar me this week, so. Well, but, Paul
0: Gallon's looking for them. He's got about what well, he's got two already.
1: You know what? Yeah, he, off, he actually rang me the other day. He wants to fight three in a night. <laughs> <laughs> Reckons he, me, me me at the end. But um, no, nah, mate, it's going well. Thanks, mate. Mm. You know. I'm um, I'm just trying to, you know, keep keep myself fit, um, and then uh, yeah, I think. By the end of this week, I'll know exactly what's going on. So that's you know, that's exciting at the same time. Um, but yeah, mate, I just it's just very nice to be home and um, you know I'm actually feeling really good. Like I, you know, a lot of people question my age and and you know my body with everything that's that's happened. But at the same time, deep down, yeah, I feel I know. I still feel I know I I've got it in me and I, I just. Yeah, would love to give it give it one last shot. Well,
0: looking forward to seeing that eventuate for you, mate. But uh, just on Paul Gallant, uh, Justin Hodges and Ben Hennon, his opponents, Thursday night. The Courier-Mail saying that the Queensland pair have agreed to a rematch clause where they'll pocket a million dollars for Gallant's retirement fight in December. But the catch is they've got to beat Gallant on Thursday night. It, 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 in if the most unlikely thing happens and Gallant doesn't know who he's fighting first yet, uh, imagine the first fighter gets a lucky punch on Gao. <laughs> what do you do about the second fight? I mean, this is just such a unique situation, isn't it?
1: Does it if he does, like if Gao gets knocked out in the first fight, can he fight the second no, fight? No, no, you can't. Oh, he's not allowed? No. Okay, so no. they've already said that?
2: Yeah, well, in boxing, if you get knocked out, there's a mandatory stand-down period.
1: Yeah, right. And okay. I think it's three months yeah I think it's three months so will he be able to fight the next set of fights then? well
0: they'd have to wait until the three months is up yeah. I suppose yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so
2: Mitch Moses for instance who got knocked yep. out on the weekend in mm-hmm. Lee he can play this weekend yeah if he passes protocol but in boxing with headlocks and
1: concussions mm-hmm. you're out yeah right you're out for a, a, a fair period of time I, I'll tell you what a million dollars for—is that five hundred each or a million each? For no, Hodges? no, a
0: million each. But yeah, <sighs> they've got to be able to beat him.
1: How good is on that?
0: On Thursday night. So that's the carrot being dangled to Ben Hennon and Justin Hodges for Thursday night. That's
1: humble. That's it. You know what? There's, According to this report, there's been some, you know, some good carrots thrown out in preseason. You know, boys, we might knock off this this yeah. last hundred meter hundred meter run or whatever. But that is a carrot and a half, a million bucks. They
0: won't be winning, though, will
1: they, Yeah. <laughs> No, I, well, I would have thought so. Not on, you
2: now watching those guys fight previously and watching Gal fight, you, you line them up and you just go, well, Gal looks like a fighter now. Gal's mm-hmm. not a rugby league player that just took up boxing, mm-hmm. whereas the other two look like rugby league players just jumping in a ring mm-hmm. and throwing haymakers. Mm-hmm. Whereas Gal jumps in the ring, he looks like a fair dinkum boxer. So. Oh, as long as Gal doesn't est- underestimate his opponent, he, he'll be winning, mm-hmm. and he should be winning well.
0: So that's Thursday night, both fights over four three-minute rounds. There's at least one hour for Gallen between the fights, and that's going to be the hard part for him. Oh, now, he wanted down. it pretty yeah, much back-to-back, yeah, yeah. back, but to yeah. emotionally come down and get back up too between fights, yeah. Yeah, that's that, going to be the challenge. That, yeah,
2: that'll be tough because you know he's never prepared himself to do that before. Um, and you just don't know how much that's going to take out of you. But Gal, we know, is a beast and he's as fit as anyone. Um, and I'm sure he would have sparred that way leading into these fights. You know, having rests between sparring partners, um, he'll be fit, he'll be ready to go. I don't think mm. these two guys will
1: concern him. And I'm sure. Um there's the little pay packet at the end for, for Gal. He's, he always has a mind his cash. So I reckon he's... Uh... And
2: I think he wants one more fight too.
1: Oh, well, he no. knows if he gets beaten... He can't... He, he wouldn't be thinking that, would he? No, no, no. No way. No, he's, he, he's very, would, you, well, you know what he's Yeah, he's confident. Yeah, yeah he, He's
2: always confident. been a guy that backs his own ability. And he will be going into this fight very, very confident. And again, you know, from what we've seen... Off Justin Hodges and Ben Hennett, they shouldn't be troubling Gal.
0: Okay, so the fallout from the South's Roosters game Band Aid Solution uh, Plan for JWH to do time at Cup is the headline on the back page of the Daily Telegraph. So uh, just the charges out of the game. So Tom Burgess. Souths facing a two-match ban for that high shot on James Tedesco. So he wouldn't be back until the grand final, should Souths make it, of course. Maria Hargreaves facing three weeks with an early plea for that head slam on Tom Burgess, so dangerous contact. Now, he would miss the pool stage for New Zealand at the World Cup. Uh, Tane Mildon-Joseph Sulii, by the way, just facing fines for their indiscretions on Sunday, so... Uh, Jarabaria Hargreaves, should he have to miss club matches or is a World Cup suspension sufficient coming out of the game on Sunday? It's a difficult one because Mm -hmm. missing World Cup games, I mean, a tournament that only happens every four years, but it's a completely different competition, of course, a different tournament to what the NRL is. So uh, what should happen here, do you reckon, Loz? Well, I've always been a big believer in the system that they've always had in place.
2: That is, you miss the next game that you're available for selection in. Mm. It's quite simple. So if you get suspended in a club game and there's an origin game coming up, well, you miss the origin game if you were going to be selected in that game. If you get suspended in a semi-final, prelim final, and you get one week and the grand final is your next game, guess what? You miss the grand final. If you are suspended in your last NRL game of the year and you've got test matches coming up after the game... You miss the test matches. Mm. It's quite easy, I think.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you, Loz. It's uh, as you said, you know, it's it's a World Cup, it, it happens very, you know, very rarely, and that, that that hurt Hargraves. like it's you know it's a punishment, and you know you you do the crime, you do the time. So, I think I think it's sufficient. Yeah, I, I think as Loz said, it's 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 been there it's been there for years, and you know, there's always going to be people now because of the you know the. The May, the May incident and whatnot, but I, but I think if, um, yeah, if he's eligible to play for New Zealand, they're the games that he should miss. Yeah.
0: Back page of the Herald: Players staying down to milk penalties a concern, says NRL. The headline there: Graham Ennisley in his weekly address yesterday, the NRL head of football conceded that well, he is concerned about the issue of players waiting for the intervention of officials, and it'll be reviewed again in the off-season, and this has just been a product of the bunker. This is something you'd never do, would it be, Josh, laying down to try and nah, get to nah. the attention of yeah. the referee. But <laughs> seriously, though, this is just exactly what the bunker, a product of the bunker that we didn't want. And we saw it all Sunday mate. afternoon.
1: I haven't seen in a game uh, the amount, amount of players look up at the ref for like, come on. And, but... He created that. Mm. The, the re, Ashley Klein created that because in a semi-final, if you're pinned, in, pinned down in your corner and you're and you're having a scurry out of trouble and you feel a little clip, why not? Like give it a go because look what's happened. There's already been four in the bin. You know, Tane Mills jammed off his wing, gone off a shoulder up. You know, up into a chin and got ten. So hey, you might you might get a penalty, but it might, someone might go on the bin. So. Yeah, they you know they say play staying down, but the NRL and the referees they're creating it, you know. And yeah, like you know, I have I have done it before. I'll be honest. I, I have I've stayed down when you know I i I know I've haven't been totally injured, but at the same time, I want to win the game. Mm. And I, and so do a lot of a lot of these guys. People have different opinions on it. And you know, for me thinking about it now, I don't like that I've done that before. I'll be honest. But at the same time. They're big games, yeah. huge. You do or die. Mm. Well, no,
2: yeah. I, I, I just think the game has created it, and the referees and the bunker create it by allowing themselves the opportunity to penalise people early in a game, and the and the players know what they can get away with during a game. And on Sunday, they realised that there was going to be no tolerance at all to any type of high shot or niggle, and therefore they played up to it. So as mm. soon as you got half-clipped or you felt as though the tackle could have been high around the neck or maybe just glanced the chin at some point, when they got up to, to play the ball, they took their time. They looked at the referee, <laughs> they placed the ball on the ground, they just looked and waited yeah. till the bunker intervened, and then if there was some contact there, they were left with no other choice but to give a penalty. And we don't like to see it. But that's a by-product of the system that we've created. Mm. It's, it's like batters mm.
0: not walking in cricket, isn't mm. it, really? I mean, yeah. <laughs> you're going to try and get an edge for your team yeah. because yeah. the system has allowed that to happen. Um, now, on the text line, morning, boys. So I hope Clarkey has his red shoes on today. Clarkey's off today, but he really enjoyed the show yesterday. It's good to hear people so passionate. About their opinions, it's what we do sitting in the pub with our mates. I'm 50-50. I think a couple of the sin bins were unnecessary, but I also believe the players need to take responsibility for letting the game descend into chaos. I'm a Bunnies fan, but I think both teams were responsible for some of the thuggery. Uh, B from C. I don't think we've ever said through. that we didn't agree with some of the incidents that
2: happened in the game. I think we have. I think we've we've, we've touched on... Jared Weirah, and we touched on um, Burgess, mm. uh, what what they did. Um, you know, as a Rooster fan, you're probably disappointed that Burgess wasn't sent off earlier because of the hit on Tedesco. Um, and the reason why he was sent to the sin bin because 30 seconds earlier he he did that tackle on Tedesco, and then he did another one on Lodge. Yeah. And if he didn't do the tackle on Lodge, then he would have been still on the field. Mm. So, so I, I can't get my head around why he wasn't sent thirty seconds earlier for the hit on Tedesco, when clearly it hit Tedesco with the head. Yeah,
1: clearly, yeah. And do you know what I don't understand though? Like, it's how do the players really have to rein it in? The refs are in control, aren't they? Well, that's what everyone always says, and the refs tell you, "Don't worry, I'm in control of this game." Well, take control then, but in the right way. Don't be sending. Plays in the bin every every ten, every two minutes. Like I said at the start, with Victor Rally, have a word to him, calm him down. Don't just go bang straight away, because you're gone. Then you have to do it to everyone from from then on. I just think I just think there was a, there was a better way to do it at the start of that game, and it could have totally changed the complexion of the whole game. Could have been a much better game.
0: Seems like they want they're happy to be dictated to by the bunker as well, the referees. Like they're seeing the same thing as well on the replay as the bunker at times, aren't they? So they can, can't they look at it themselves and go, well, hang on, I'm cool with that. Let's move on. Well, well particularly in relation to the Radley well, there incident. Was, on well, there, Sunday. Was, there
2: was incidents in games in the lead up to that semi final. I, I, I can think back to, what was it, the Roosters played Melbourne in Melbourne? And there was a lot of niggle hmm. in that game. And if that was the standard from the weekend which we expect all, all year because why did they happen to change in the first week of the finals and they're saying that the players lost control well people were praising Jared Wirahagres and Trent Robinson was praising Jared Wirahaga after that Melbourne game saying we've got the alpha male and he does what he has to do and to get on top of the team there was niggle in that game just as much as there was on the weekend but there was only one sin bin in that game mm. So, so why all of a sudden the semi-final turns into a, a game where seven guys get sent to the sin bin? If they were consistent with what they're talking about and players being ill-disciplined, then in that game in particular, there could have been more people in the sin bin. Mm-hmm.